I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I am joined by the gorgeous Kaz from Love Island, and I've been fangirling you a little bit, haven't I? Has it been too much? I oh, tend- no, I feel like I've been more OTT your way. <laughs> no, stop. I always get really excited because I am such a reality TV nut. Yeah. Like, we've had some incredible actresses on and some amazing pop stars and stuff, but whenever I get anyone from reality TV on, I'm just like, and then what happened then? And can you tell us this? Because I'm just so into it. Yeah, yeah, it would be my um, subject on Mastermind, I think. <laughs> Reality TV or Harry Potter. Do it. Definitely. Do it. <laughs> Kaz, what does a normal Christmas look like for you? Right, so Christmas Eve is my brother's birthday. No. Oh, does he like that or not? Do you know what? Secretly, he hates it, I believe, yeah. but he yeah. has to embrace it. So he's like, no, I don't mind. You mind. Who wants to oh, get every- loads of presents one day after the other? Sorry, nah. spread that out. Spread it out. <laughs> Everybody minds. He's, he's, he's being a champ there because yeah. I'd be fucking pissed off and everyone would Honestly. know about this. I'd, I'd just move it. I'd, I'd change my birthday as well. I'm sorry, yeah. I'd change my birthday. And I'm that kind of person. Oh. This is so random. But I'm the type of person. I like things to be like separate. So I don't want, mm. like for example, in future, I do not want to be proposed to on any special day or my birthday. I want find a random day in the year that spread out evenly across every other time because I want presents for every single one I don't blame you I don't blame you Honestly. I'm even so weird like well, this is kind of weird but when I was younger yeah. I didn't want my chips to touch my beans oh, everything had to be separate I know what you mean about the separation no, I, like I, I want it separate <laughs> I, I want it separate I want to be spoiled at least every two months yeah spread it out love spread out the love <laughs> so go on Ben's birthday is it Ben yeah Ben yeah. Ben's birthday is Christmas Eve um, so we usually just go out for dinner. So he picks a restaurant and off we trot. Um, and then Christmas Day. So in the morning, my family all cook and I just kind of <laughs> stay moping around, not cooking. Because I just don't belong in the kitchen. It's just not for me. Um, we're all destined so, for different things in life. And cooking is just not for me, you know. So I'm not going to see you on MasterChef anytime soon. Uh, do you know what? If I'm on there... I am doing uh-huh. it for my mom. <laughs> we we can't shut that down. That would be crazy to be on there. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a chef, but I can pretend. I can learn for that. Master Chef, if you're you listening, um, I will come on there. I will practice. <laughs> I'd make great entertainment. I promise. <laughs> 
they always like it when people haven't got much because I mean I went on and God I ended yeah. up like getting all the way at the end yeah. they love it when you there's a journey cars like I used to burn toast mate like don't worry yeah. I've been there I understand you <laughs> I get you so no I think you'd be great I think you'd be great mate I d- I don't, don't close that door definitely not oh, on Christmas it. day you like to chill yeah, you so like to I'm chill. just chilling so I kind of deal with just music and the vibe I bring the vibes I bring the vibes mm. um, and they all do the cooking um, and then once they're done, we literally, honestly, once they're done, um, we do present unwrapping in the morning. So that tends to be like in the afternoon, like 12. So we'll do like present unwrapping then, you know, just keep that like childlike feeling, you know, and in the morning, rather than it being 7am, you're running to the trees, kind of like, oh, we're, we're grown now, so let's make it 12. <laughs> like that. <laughs> and then um, what we do, we just at home, we just chill the rest of the day and then we probably eat about 4pm-ish, between 4 and 6. We have dinner and we just watch Christmas movies and it's literally just me and my family. It's just very intimate and we just do that every year. So Super yeah. cute, mate. Super cute. Christmas is, for me, more about like it's the period, it's festive. Like I know everyone makes such a big deal on the 25th and yeah. all the rest of it, but I love Christmas Eve, I love Boxing yeah, Day, I love New Year's it. Eve. I love it all and I just consider it to be an absolute free-for-all. I want to watch Christmas films, I want to eat too much cheese, I want to permanently have a glass of Baileys yeah. in my hands and I want to be wearing a Christmas jumper for the full thing. So if anybody wants to come at me, they can see me anytime and just do any of those lovely pastimes with us. Exactly, and play some board games. I like board games <gasps> at Christmas. That's like my favourite part. I love a board love game. It. Like, You'd fit right in yeah. in the Patterson household cast. I'm really competitive, <laughs> so and I don't lose Monopoly sometimes. I do, but rarely. <laughs> so if you're prepared for that, I'm coming over. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is out the way now. 2022 is, I've got no doubt about it, going to be a massive year for you, lass. Are you big on like, um, like New Year's resolutions? Do you believe in all that sort of stuff? Or are you very much a like go with the floor type? You big? No, I li- I like to have um, New Year's resolutions. I think it's I can't. It's like having goals, yeah. but with a fancier name, in my opinion. Like yeah. New Year's resolution, they're goals. Literally, <laughs> it's a fucking to do list, hon. Stop being a dickhead. <laughs> you know what I mean? But let's make it sound cute, and then you know, maybe yeah. we'll feel better. <laughs> I don't know, I might be wrong, but that's just how I see it. Um, yeah. But I like to have some because I think it kind of, I think as long as you don't treat them with too much like intensity and you, you don't mm-hmm. put too much pressure on yourself, you'll be fine. Well, that's how I do it anyway. Yeah, I, I, I try to meet all of them. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't, you know? Yeah, you've just got to be really realistic. Like, I love to, you know, every year it's like, I want to be fit, I want to be healthy. That always works its way onto the list. For yeah. the last 10 years, I've had going to learn to drive on there. I'm still no further forward, unfortunately. Yeah. Everyone just ends up being me chauffeur. Um, yeah. And, but I do want to, and this year... I think I'm going to be a little bit kinder to myself and add some fun ones as well. I want to travel cars. I want to see more of the world. I want to go to places I've never been. Are you a bit like that as well? I love, like, literally traveling for me is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things ever. Just because, like, I feel like whenever I go away, when I come back, I feel like I'm a whole new person. I'm like, hey, who's this girl? I'm refreshed. It's like... I've seen things, I've met people, I come back and I'm like, <laughs> I'm Loki, a new person, so that old version of me is dead. Hello, this is the new Kaz. <laughs> like, 
This is how I feel. Um, Let me reintroduce myself. Basically, allow me to reintroduce myself. Hi, it's Kaz 2.0. <laughs> it's just nice, especially when you go to like funny places. But I need to do like a ski trip. Where do you want to go? Do you know? Not really. Uh, mate, I'm not fussy. I want to go all over. I actually do want to go skiing. I went ages ago and I was really good yeah. at the apres side of things. Yeah. You know, the after bit where That's you just amazing. get pissed and eat cheese. I could do that yeah. bit all right. But the actual skiing, I'm so short. So I'm like, I don't know how tall you are, but I'm like five foot five and a half in my I'm life. five, two and a half, five, three. Oh, right, well, let me just prepare you if you are going to go skiing. <laughs> Carrying all that clobber when you're like a six foot five man is no yeah. bother. You just lash these skis <laughs> over your shoulder and stride along. But when you're like five foot five or less as a woman, mate, this, you're dragging your skis. You can't. It's an holiday. Like, it's like a on. working holiday. Yeah, it's graft, and I do prefer to be a little bit more like cocktail in hand. Yeah, maybe a little afternoon exploring the old town. That's yeah. only as, as energetic as I get on my holidays. So yeah, be prepared. Skiing's skiing's energetic. See, I've never done it. I've been to. Um, I went to Zurich with my family, and we went up into the mountains. And everyone was skiing, but we didn't. I just did like the swing, like the swing and the cable car. See, that's me. Oh, nice. I can appreciate the snow when I'm in a cable car and I can see the view. I'm that person. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, it's so pretty. Let me stick the cable car. (laughs) (laughs) One day I might Um, brave the skiing. One day. (laughs) You achieved so much in 2021. But it's not like you went into Love Island with like a blank canvas or anything, is it? Like... A lot of people go into there with the, the hopes they're going to be content creators yeah. and um, influencers and bloggers when they come outside. Yeah. But you already had your foot in the door within that industry when yeah. you went on Love Island, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So I was doing content before. I was doing fashion blogging. So all uh-huh. my stuff was on Instagram and TikTok predominantly. So with going yeah. in, in my head, I was like, right, if I'm there for a day, well, not a day, but well, actually it can yeah. be a day. We know that now. But if I'm there for a day or a week... I know if I come back out, I'm coming out to what I was enjoying doing anyway. So it's kind of like, I said to my mom, like, realistically speaking, whatever point I come out, it'll almost be like, oh, I've just been on holiday. (laughs) Like, I've just had this fun new experience and I'm coming back to a life that I already enjoyed. So I understood when it come down to, like, content, managing your own time and, like, working it now. It's basically the same thing, but it's, like steroids like yeah it's the same but it's so different as well but I do think there's certain things that I learned very early on that I'm not as surprised about so if I need to redo content it's not a shock to my system I'm not like what is this I'm like okay cool let's get through this brief again type of thing you know yeah yeah. can I ask then right so because you had, you already loved your job, you already had, you already were doing a lot of the things that if I want to be quite cynical, I'll say that people who go into Love Island are hoping to get off the back of it. Yeah. Do you think because you, you, you'd had those things as well and had taste, you were able to go into Love Island and be yourself authentically and just yeah. really look for love and, and all the yeah. rest of it because you didn't want the things that perhaps other people wanted off the back of it? I, a hundred percent, because the thing is like... Yeah. I think at the end of the day, with going in there, although I did was doing it, I didn't want to ruin myself as well. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, I don't know, I could come out here and be all sorts. And it's like, oh, that that is my job. So even when I go back, I'm still going yeah. back to that, regardless of the outcome here. Um, so I think I was always really nervous to kind of like 
I'd, I'd, I'd ruin it. It's kind of just like, oh. But then because I wasn't thinking of work fully when I was in there, it was so much easier. And also I already knew whether I come out with a bigger platform or a smaller platform or like the same platform, how yeah. you are as a person and your audience is always going to be your connection with them. So mm-hmm. the show the show naturally will help you because it gives you a platform. But what you do with that platform is now you as an individual. You know what I mean? Um, and I think it yeah, did give totally. me the space to be able to just focus on dating because I was clearly, I was yeah. single for like two years. Like I've spoken to different guys like before um, and those, that, all of that just went to, sh- I don't think I can swear on it, can I? Oh, fucking um, hell, you're on my podcast now, oh, so you can swear as much as you want. shit, all of it. <laughs> Honestly, the dating scene is <laughs> ridiculous. I just Come think, on, do you know honestly. what I think, right? I think I spent way too much time in lockdown working on myself. And when it came to dating, I was like, none of you oh, are cutting yeah. it. Like, yeah. Good what for you, mate. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. You saw crap. <laughs> I was like, okay. So when they were like, trying to go on the show, I said, uh, yeah, clearly people yeah. on there are going to be some level of mad like me because why are we trying yeah. to find love on TV? But we're trying to find love anyway. So at least yeah. that's one thing. I don't have to worry about apps and dating apps and questioning why people are on here. Half the people on dating yeah. apps are running away from their partners. Like... <laughs> I don't want that. I want someone <laughs> fully single. And <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I just pray for the best. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. What is next for you in 2022? What is there a brand you want to work with? Is there a TV show you want to do? Is there anything in the pipeline you can tell where? I'm just being nosy. <laughs> I love that. I'm just being nosy. Tell me everything right now. <laughs> Give me the gas. <laughs> yeah, no. So I think 2022 is a lot of um, a lot of what I've been doing in the last couple of weeks and the last couple of months actually is for things for 2022. Um, I've really yeah. put my heart and soul into a few yeah. projects and honestly I just I want people to be as excited for them as I've been like just creating them and putting them all together um so mm-hmm. tv work is fun we welcome that um mm-hmm. working with um clothes and fashion and just bringing my mm-hmm. own out as well is something I really really want to bring out my own brand I think that is something that's like really Ooh. Big goals, yeah. yeah. You know Big I mean? on the goals list. I love that. Yeah, though. like it's very powerful power move. Exactly. Good for you, I Miss. really, really want something that's just mine, and I can be mm-hmm. like, I put my heart and soul into this. You know, one yeah. day you will be a child, but until then, let me have 
this. It's going to be claws. Yeah. Until it's a baby, it's going to be claws. Don't blame you. I need a baby of some sort. It feels like um, you have taken the responsibility that comes with being someone in the public eye, that comes with having this huge Instagram platform very seriously. And I've noticed a lot on your Instagram, you are talking a lot about representation on TV, in the media, all the rest of it. Like, I know it's such an important thing, but why is it so important to you? I think it's important to me because I think coming off the show and just even before going on it, I think everybody should be able to see elements of themselves everywhere any and everywhere so this is this isn't even just on love island this is not just on itv's network this is everywhere in entertainment um and i think it's really important that it's i think the main word um is fair for me fair is what's really really important because i think you need representation not only in front of the camera but also behind the camera you need it in rooms where decisions are made you need it in rooms so people can actually understand because if something is not your reality like if you haven't experienced for example certain um microaggressions or forms of discrimination if you haven't experienced it and understood it when someone else is going through it you won't be able to necessarily recognize it because that's not in your reality but if someone else in that room is like hold on a minute something needs to change here it's that and then I think it allows for things to be much more fairer and I think my audience they're so young and they're so impressionable a lot of them and when I read my dms sometimes and I see how people are like thank you so much for representing I sit there and I'm like actually yeah I I I I, I was a face for a lot of people I was a voice for a lot of people not um yeah, unknowingly so um I think knowingly so in the sense that obviously when we're, we're on the show you can like I knew how many black girls came onto the show like I'm aware of it but when you really think of like it on a society scale it's like oh okay I was a voice for a lot of people actually um and I tend not I don't put that kind of pressure on myself because I just think that is just way too stressful um so I don't come out thinking you can't have the weight of an entire absolutely culture on your shoulders it's a lot lot. so I never walk around thinking hey everyone so I'm your role model and you're gonna deal with it nah it's not that at all um but I will happily (laughs) happily be um a funnel to put words out there and messages out there and help people understand I think not everyone also understands that sometimes um mm. so yeah I just hope I'm able to do that and I think because I've got the platform to do it it'd be in my opinion really respons- irresponsible to just ignore that and also I don't want anyone else who comes into the tv media entertainment space to feel shun out because I think I've definitely felt like that and I'm like hang on a minute it is not I it is not I <laughs> you're about to ignore right now it is not me you're about to make <laughs> feel rejected Kaz can we absolutely not I'm so sorry come on girl this isn't it we're not doing this we're not in high school I'm not a child no and I would hate like it's not I'm, a mean girl situation it's not a mean yeah. girl situation at all and I do think um, I've got such thick skin um so some things I'm like okay I can understand where he's coming from I'm like hmm, okay cool, mm. we'll work on that um but I think if people weren't some people I think that some people who in my situation would 100% have crumbled by now 100% yeah. because it's it's, it's it's everywhere and it's every day I think the thing that frustrates me is like people are like oh how do you think things can change and I'm like this is my day my life every day <laughs> it's a constant yeah. battle 
Um, and I take it in my stride and I deal with it with as much um, grace as I can. But I'm also a very strong-willed person, quite outspoken as well, um, but in yeah. never in a way to attack, only to ever, like, inform and educate. And I just think it's really, really important for people to be able to see themselves in spaces 100% and then be treated fairly in those spaces because who wants I'm sorry who wants to live life suffering I don't I actually like life I like enjoying life I like living my best um so I think it's a shame when certain things are limited for reasons they shouldn't be so that's why yeah but that's just it it's not about just being represented in a space on a tv show in a boardroom whatever it's actually being treated fairly once you're there and not just being there to tick a box like i completely agree with you and i'm so pleased young black women have got someone like you on love island who is quite clearly not content to just knock at a door she's gonna break it down and get the respect (laughs) she deserves and I'm honestly so filled with like emotion just hearing you speak because oh, it's no mate, you're powerful, you're strong, Thank you are you. impressive beyond measure. Um, and I just so hope much. you know, like I'm sure you do, you are intelligent, articulate, you're fucking brilliant, Kaz, but I just hope you know like what a bright, shining light you will be for so many young lasses. I really hope so, honestly. I I really hope so. If there's one thing I said is any other young black women coming up in media, industry, entertainment, even if you're just going on a reality TV show, don't be scared to apply. Like, it's such a shame. Like, I don't want to be the person that says, don't go on there if you're black. Absolutely not. Go on there. And you make that yeah. change. And I don't want, if anything from my experience, I want people to learn from it, um, from all aspects, from you know, the casting side, the producing side, even just the audience in general. But obviously, like, it's naturally this conversation around reality TV shows, but I think people need to understand this, this different struggle sometimes for black contestants. Yeah. And even just in work and in life, when I speak to all my friends who don't work in the entertainment industry, they face similar situations. And I'm just like, well, it's time for us to make a change, honey. Let's go and let's do this. Um, because <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's be the fucking change we want to see. Yes. Honestly, my young sisters, my, my my siblings and my future kids, you think I want them to have some struggle that I've had? It's not happening. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Nah. nah. <laughs> Changing yeah. that narrative. You have girl. to change yes, it. I love it. Thank you. But it's funny that you talk about people being like, like obsessed with certain things and like watching you and all the yeah. rest of it. I can remember you caused so many so many conversations so much controversy for just wearing your bonnet mate do you remember i'm like my bonnet did a lot i do you know what i i keep saying it like when i came out and people were telling me i was like what i was thinking oh okay cool like they were like oh yeah people don't want your bonnet i was like oh great they were like yeah like people didn't know what it was and i was like oh okay and i was thinking oh people just said oh yeah it's a bonnet I was like, hold on, there is a lot of conversation going on. That bonnet got more airtime than some of the castmates. And I swear, <laughs> like, honestly, I, I for me, like, I was just like, well, she's protecting my hair. Yeah. Like, I never thought about it. Yeah. But was that, was that in your head a... Was it a calculated move? Like, did you ever think at one point, like, I'm doing this because I'm proud of my culture. I'm proud of our, like, what's part of my grooming, you know? Or was it just like, no, this is what I do outside, so I'm doing it here. Was it never a thought that entered your head? So I went in there, so I had bonnets and, like, headscarves. So obviously I wear wigs. I've got a wig on my head right now. 
Um, and I knew I was taking wigs into the villa. Realistically speaking, if I go to bed with my wig just like this and wake up tomorrow morning, some of it might stay contained. Most of it will get messy. But like, we're doing challenges. We're jumping in the pool. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is glued down. This this glue's going to yeah. fly. So when it came down to going to bed, for me, I'm sorry, yeah. I slept with my wig the first night. I said never again. I was uncomfortable. And I was like, nope. If I'm going to start wearing bonnets and headscarves, uh-huh. And not feel awkward around everyone in the villa. I was like, I'm going to have to do it sooner rather than later. So I don't feel awkward. So night two, I was like, right, the wig's off, guys. So these are my cane rows. Because obviously underneath my natural my, my natural hair is cane rows. Yeah. The wig came off. Like, right, it's my cane rows, guys. And this is my bonnet. Put my head. And one of the guys was like, what is that? And I explained. So it's a bonnet. It helps me protect my cane rows. Because I can't cane row. Like, I can't re-braid my hair. And there was yeah. no hairdresser. Oh, could be supposed to be so hard to do your own, though. Every like, do you know what? Some people, do you know, what? God's favorite people can cane row their own hair. <laughs> I personally, personally blame my mother. I shouldn't blame my mom, but I blame her because she didn't teach me as a child. So mm. I feel like my mom failed me. Really and truly, I could try and learn. I did, and it just didn't work out. I'm just not skilled. I don't have the capacity for it. <laughs> so I was literally like, whatever. But um, I knew we didn't have like hairdressers coming in because obviously social distancing and stuff. So for me, I was like, well, if I'm going to bed in just like my caners, they'll probably like get messy and grow quick, grow out quicker. I'm sorry, I'm going to look too like, no, I'm not doing that. So yeah. it was yeah. the bonnet and then match them to my PJs just because I thought it was cute. I just thought it was cute. I had so many colors. I said, yeah, let's just cute. match it. It'll be like part of the set. And in the villa, it was, it wasn't a thing like everyone embraced it no one thought like that nothing i came out and i was like ah. but you know what i'm not mad at it it doesn't bother me nah. do you know what i mean you shouldn't be like yeah it is what you it is be. like and now it's just... the great thing is i never feel awkward wearing a bonnet in front of any man i'm fine <laughs> i'm, like, <yeah. laughs> I'm good it's just a Another lovely part of your personality that you are so proud of your, like, you know, of those, the, of your culture and everything that makes you you. And you're just yeah. unapologetic, Kaz. And that is, yeah. again, why I think you are a great role model. And I'm so pleased you went on the show and you're Thank continuing you. to fly the flag for diversity. So well done, you. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. I promise I am going to let you go, mate. <laughs> I just wanted to ask. Um, yeah. My lovely listeners always get, um, they have a takeaway from, these episodes like yeah. it's almost like um a bit of a pearl of wisdom from my gorgeous guests and yeah. you call it a secret too yeah. um seeing you in the villa it, it's obvious to me that you know what you are looking for in a person yeah. and you match people's energies and you give all to relationships um and i want to know yeah. like i'm sure there's loads of people listening who will want to know like your secret to finding your soul tribe my secret to finding my soul tribe um oh i like that so soul tribe soul tribe soul tribe to me is my people so people who understand me and we're on the same wavelength um i think i'm very big in energy very very big in energy because i think we can all speak i can speak and sound happy but if i'm not feeling it it translates um and i think it's the same when i meet people i can sometimes you can just tell by their demeanor towards you like whether or not this is do we mesh or do we not so I think I'm I analyze people's energy really well and I I carry I've got a lot of energy so you need to be able to like I'm like a sponge <laughs> can you soak that in <laughs> can you soak as much can you soak me in because I'm, I'm a lot um but I think it's also just showing up authentically to people and I think people who embrace me when I'm authentic 
I have a lot of time for, a lot. Yeah. Um, I learned very early on in life that whenever I tried to fit in, whether this is in school, when I tried to fit in with everybody else. So, you know, I've toned my personality down for some people. Yeah. And I've also tried to be a bit more like, you know, rebellious and like a, like a bad girl. It's not me. <laughs> really not me you're just too nice <laughs> it just doesn't work and I end up in situations and I'm like awkward I don't know what to do and I'm just like oh, okay cool and then I run and it's not great um so I think my secret is showing up authentically and then seeing how I'm received I think it's 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 been the easiest way for me to gravitate towards people gravitate towards other people and I also look at the way people treat others um I really think it's important to see how people that you meet treat any and everybody and that tells me everything I need to know about people all the time um so yeah I think my secret is just showing up authentically and then just looking at people's character and you I I always remember there's a quote from sex in the city and it's like you know yeah. soulmates don't have to be a fella oh they no. don't have to be a romantic interest Literally. you you proper believe like soulmates and soul tribe it can yeah. be friends family everything don't I you? think you I think it's soulmates right I think soulmate can be family it can be your friends. I think you can yeah. find a soulmate in a partner. But I also think people can find soulmates in their pets. I don't know if that sounds weird, but I think you, you just connect with people and you connect with animals in different ways. Yeah. And yeah. you don't even need to explain yourself to other people. You just kind of know. Um, and I think it's when you feel at home with a friend, a family, a partner. Um, sometimes it can even be like... A, a parent as long as you feel at home and you feel wholesome and you feel like connected and you feel like that they understand that's a soulmate like pets for example pets understand so much non-verbal communications they get it people talk about like they're crying like i used to have a dog named sparky I had to put him down years ago but i loved him no it's fine i loved him so much i feel like when i was emotional he got it and like you, you can't explain Dog, yeah. it. Dogs are intuitive. Yeah, yeah. They, they're definitely they're more human than people give them exactly. credit for. I absolutely adore dogs. You know? I give my little, I give my little poor rep. Well, you get a bad rep. He is a bit of a bastard, but I don't know what I'd do without him. I fucking love exactly. the fluffy prick. So that's what I mean. So it's just, it's just that connection and that that feeling of just home. Um, so yeah, I think you can find a soulmate in anyone. Oh, cause. I love you so much. Thank you for being Thank such an amazing guest. So oh, I'm like, I don't want to go. I've had so much fun. Thank you so much for being amazing. Have a great new year. I hope your 2022 brings everything that you deserve. Thanks so much. Love and a dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, guys, that was a beautiful cast, can we? From Love Island. Isn't she lush? I feel like that was perfect, like, in between Christmas and New Year's listening. It got me all fired up. I feel like it was just the motivation I need to write down my resolutions and really make 2022 my bitch. Anyway, I'm not going to drone on, guys. I'm sure you're all getting prepared for a lovely New Year's Eve. And here's to 2022, which will be the next time you hear from me. Sending you loads of love. If you are loving listening to Vicky Patterson The Secret 2, please do all of the podcasty things. Tell your mates, leave a review because I'd love to keep making them in 2022. Hear that rhymed? <laughs> Take care, guys. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.